0: Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. Here's your hosts, Lisa and Olivia.
1: Mindset with literally everything. Cause even The Bachelor, like, people are like, How did you get on? How did you do that? And I'm like, I literally DM'd a producer and asked how they hired PAs. And she was nice enough to like give me somebody's contact information. So that's my fault as well. Just always, always go for it. Because the, literally, like you said, the worst that can happen is they don't respond or they say no. And you just keep going with your life. Best case scenario, you get to do something cool and exciting.
0: Welcome to the Pepper Without My Salt podcast. I'm assuming I'm the Pepper anyway, you know. um, It's kind of hard to tell because my first co-host had black hair, just like I did. But you know, I have like a ton of gray hair, and so that's kind of where the name Salt and Pepper came from. Um, But when it was her and me, or me and her, her and I, I don't know. I was homeschooled, so. um, I just never knew which, who was who, right? And then I started doing the podcast alone for a couple episodes. You guys remember those dark times. And I just was salt and pepper in one. So I absorbed both um, identities. And then Lisa came in the picture and she has blonde hair. So I'm just naturally going to assume that she's salt and I'm pepper. But you know what happens when you assume, right? It's like that really dumb joke where you end up saying like uh, not a nice word. So I'm not going to end up saying it. Um, but anyway, welcome to the show. My name is Olivia. I'm the creator of Olivia Corinne, a free photo editing um tips and tricks resource for you guys on Instagram. I am the founder of Olivia Corinne Films, a wedding film business. Um, the co founder of Velvet and Fur, a polymer clay earring business. And um, I am feeling pretty lonesome. Uh Lisa is Healthy baby is healthy. Baby is here, Maverick. Um, I need to meet you. I haven't been able to see Lisa. I haven't seen her in person in over two months, um. Which you know is good. We're following all of those guidelines. I think I can speak for all of us when I say that it's time to shine. Let's open up world. Let's do our thing safely, of course. Right. I mean, I have to say that, and um, I uh, am starting to get the hang of doing the show alone. I'm starting to get the hang of talking to myself in my room. Um, maybe it's something I should never really get the hang of doing. I mean, who should really like get used to talking to themselves on a microphone and then putting it out into the universe and just wondering how many people or really what what people are going to hear this? Probably no one. The answer is probably no one, but you know, it's my life. It's happening. Um, I actually think that I've learned a lot about pivoting in this time and in learning to read direct when things do not go as planned. Um, So that's been interesting. But you know what? I could keep ranting because like I said, I've been practicing. Um, But we've got a great show for you today. It's kind of, it's a longer one. Um, Shocker. Don't pretend like you guys are doing anything. I know you're all sitting around. I know you're binge watching Gossip Girl or whatever murder show you guys are all into right now. Um, So you can take the time to listen because it's a great show. Um, Today we have Blair- sure on the podcast Um, I will introduce her in a second but I'm assuming I shouldn't skip the silver lining of the week because who would I be if I did that so let's do the silver lining of the week So my silver lining is plain and simple. This week I decided that I wanted to test my body, right? I wanted to test its uh, strength when it came to how much actual garbage I could put into it. So I thought to myself, you know, I worked out six days this week. I've gone on a walk every day for the past five. Fifteen days. Maybe I took one day off. Um, I'm pretty. I have a pretty regimented schedule. I'm an eight on the Enneagram, as most of you know. Um, I like things a certain way, and so my daily routine basically does not change whatsoever. Even out of quarantine, I eat the same things every day. I'm a creature of habit. Blah blah blah. So anyway. I thought, you know what? I've worked out really hard. I'm feeling good in quarantine mostly because I'm starting to just understand my life is actually quarantine because not much has changed. Um, And I want to treat myself. So this week I think I've eaten um, Texas Roadhouse, which uh, that's interesting um Arthur and I are going through the twilight series right now which again I feel like that's added to putting actual crap into my body um I in one day had pizza leftover pizza so the night before had pizza take and bake right i mean obviously cuz you know if you live in a small town what else are you going to do and um got garlic bread with it cuz naturally and then uh, next day had pizza for lunch because it was like Saturday. And I was like, "Ooh, Saturday, like I'm going to have pizza for lunch because like I deserve it. And then dinner rolls around and I'm like, you know, I better eat healthy for dinner. Yeah. No. Got Chick-fil-A. Don't love Chick-fil-A fries. Went and got Wendy's fries with Arturo. And then I thought, you know what? Why stop here? Really? Like why stop here? Uh, and then we went and we got ice cream from Dairy Queen. So that's honestly the tip of the iceberg. I know I had more things. I just can't remember it. Um, so my silver lining this week is that I did not throw up and I actually didn't feel that sick, which I will say is a, actually a little bit more concerning because I like to think I'm a very healthy individual. I, I know you're thinking to yourself, it really doesn't sound like it, Olivia. But trust me, I really am. Um, I usually supplement a workout when I'm eating unhealthy. But... But the thing is, is I didn't really feel that sick. So I think that's showing me that I um, am, am not eating as healthy as I thought. So maybe it's not a silver lining. Who really knows at this point? To be honest, I don't even know what's happening. So anyway, um... Let's go ahead and get into the show. You guys might know Blair from The Blairette. Um, So Caitlin Bristow, she was a bachelorette um, and she has a podcast called Off the Vine. It's a great podcast. So funny. I've listened to it for forever. She had Blair on because Blair won a contest um, because Caitlin sells scrunchies. And so she said, whoever comes up with the best video for my scrunchies can be on the show. Uh, it was something along the lines of that and Blair uh, made an entire rap video about scrunchies, got on the show. Um, I, of course, listened to all of these things. So she was on the show. Caitlin had this idea to do the Blairette, which obviously is a playoff of The Bachelorette because Blair said she was single. Um, And, you know, that she came off the show and I wondered if they actually were going to do it. Well, they ended up doing it. And um, Blair started dating these guys they formatted it Pretty much like The Bachelorette. They had somebody follow them, like a friend, with the phone, and they documented the whole thing. It's on a, it's on all of Blair's IG TV um like story highlights. So you can scroll down to the notes, the little uh show notes below and you can watch those. You'll get hooked. Um and well, um, spoiler alert, she <laughs> met her future husband. So her winner, Luke uh Fry, they ended up uh getting engaged. So it was super fun to talk to her. I have followed their love story for a really long time. She's an amazing person. Um, she is a Christian. They have such an awesome faith. We get to talk a lot about her time. She's interned at CMT. She's done so many cool things. Um, and we also get to talk a little bit about how she's abstinent before she's married, um, before she's married, before they get married, just like Arturo and I. And that was kind of a fun and a unique conversation. So... Really hope you guys enjoy the show. I just want to say a precursor kind of like I have been. Obviously, um, it was over the phone. And so there were a little bit of like delays in the audio. So sometimes I will laugh or say, Yeah, and it kind of sounds like I'm cutting her off, but I am not. Um, I actually didn't even realize until I was um, editing this podcast that there was quite a delay when we were talking. So I tried to fix that as much as possible. So I hope it is fine for you guys. But you know what? I've actually been really blessed with the amount of people I've been able to talk to in quarantine, and I think it's been really fun. So, yeah, audio isn't, you know, 10 out of 10, but I don't think that matters. As long as you guys get something out of the show, that's all I care about. So, anyway, um, let's, let's freaking be done with me talking, shall we? Well, you're going to hear me talking in a second, but let's just be done with this intro. Seriously. All right, let's get to the show. So, Blair, let's shake it up, shall we? <laughs> Okay, I'm sitting here with Blair Lachure, and I always get so scared of pronouncing last names wrong, but I've heard you pronounce your name so many times, so I hope that's right, and I'm not sitting with you. I wish I was, um, but thanks for being
1: on the show. Of course. Yeah, it's funny because people always have pronounced my last name wrong for as long as I can live, and then now I'm getting married, <laughs> and everyone pronounces Luke's last name wrong too. It's pronounced- What's his last name? So it's F-R-E-Y, but it's pronounced Fry. Oh, yeah.
0: wait, so you just got a puppy.
1: Yes, his name's Waffle Fry. Okay, the whole time, because
0: I just got a puppy too, which is funny. Really? And yeah, she, she's insane. Um, but I knew, I saw yours, and I was like, Waffle Fry, that's so cute. I didn't even realize that that's, that's the your name. future last yeah. name. So, yeah, but everyone
1: always says "Fry." I even did that, like, when we met. I was like, oh, Fry," oh. and then he said Fry, which was funny, because me and my friend, of course, you know, before we actually met, Came up with wedding hashtags because that's what we do as girls before you meet the guy you're like what would our of course what would my last name sound like Ooh, what would our wedding hashtags be and then so we came up with like so freaking in love and then he was like yeah it's Luke Fry uh-huh. and I was like wow that ruins all the hashtags we thought of so it's unfortunate because now they're all going to be about food yeah now now <laughs> it's going to be like french fries <laughs> I know.
0: That's, yeah, that's so funny. It's weird when you get a new last name. I've thought about that, too, because obviously Arturo is Mexican, so my last name would be Mendez. And I'm like, people are going to think that I'm a different ethnicity now, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so it's just, like, super confusing when you get uh, a whole new last name. Because, yeah,
1: I guess you wouldn't think that if yeah. you met a woman. and you hear that last name, you would think that. But,
0: huh. Yeah, and, and no one ever knows what ethnicity I am anyway, so I think it's just going to be way more confusing, yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, long tangent intro, but do you want to just, ex- uh,
1: tell us a little bit about who you are? Oh gosh. Sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. Who am I? I, f- I mean, You're I guess Blair LaSure. Yeah. I guess why people know me or know who I am, um, is from the Blairette, which was a spin off of the Bachelorette that Caitlin Bristow hosted um, And it was all on IGTV, and I met my almost husband on there, which is absolutely crazy. Um, but I don't know. I mean, what else? What else do you want to know about me? My favorite food? No, that's good. Ice cream, it, yes. fries. <laughs> I mean, that's perfect.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about it because I know a lot of people know you from that. Yeah. And then I was thinking as I was getting ready, I'm like, it must be kind of hard to be known, like more recently and very quickly for this one thing Mm -hmm. but you've had like this whole life before now and you've done so many things and I was even thinking I'm like wait what does she do like what does she want to do so I would love to know what what you do and like what your passions are and what you did before all of this craziness yeah
1: I know well that's why it's like so tell me about yourself I'm like well people (laughs) even know who I am and probably the reason I'm on your podcast is because of this Um, let's see. Well, I was born in Georgia and I pretty much played tennis my entire life. Um, up through college I played. So that was like a big part of my life, I'd say growing up. And then another big part of my life is I love like video production. Um, so I worked at CMT up until about two weeks ago when I got laid off due to coronavirus um but that's okay um but I mean I love my time there and I did I worked in the promos department there um so like producing kind of like producing commercials for our channel Um, that's cool yeah so that's really like I guess a big part of my life is just being creative I love just like creating videos for fun um I'm definitely not artistic in any way as like a quote-unquote influencer like your feed is 50 (laughs) times prettier than mine ever will be like oh my gosh I was looking at your feed and I'm like see this these are the kind of people that like it's like you were born to do this kind of stuff like creating content I am not um (laughs) but yeah I mean I just I don't know This is a tough question. I feel like
0: I don't No, no, that's great. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I well, I mean, I'm glad I asked my so my boyfriend's a full time filmmaker. So him and I have a yeah. So he's a uh, um, like marketing, like video marketing has a company and I help him with that. And I film weddings. So (gasps) we I get film.
1: Wait. So I growing (laughs) up or like towards the end of college before I found out I was going to intern at CMT, um, and i was kind of like okay what am i gonna do after i graduate and that was like really high on my list was i've always been interested in um like wedding like filmography and stuff and so yeah. videography what is it say filmography it it's all the same i i lo- recently learned
0: videography is not a word it like is always a typo when i type it in so i just say filmmaking yeah, I, was I don't like, know videography didn't sound
1: right why did i do that? <laughs> um but wedding videography was like what i really wanted to do and so i reached out to like a few people that like did it in the area and was wanted to like intern with someone and kind of be like a second shooter um but then i ended up getting the internship at cmt and then i was there ever since um but i i had such a passion for one because i just love weddings and then i just love Mm -hmm. like videography and like creating like telling a story and I think that was why wedding videography like in- interested me so much was because you really get to like tell a story like a beautiful story from the start of someone's day and like the best day of their life so I have go yeah. look at all your wedding films after this
0: okay Ooh, you can be my second shooter or like first shooter together <laughs>
1: <laughs> Luke and I so Luke and have planned we want to travel like all over so we'll just come there for like a nursing appointment and I'll help you out
0: Okay, sounds great. Um, Okay, so how did you get an internship at CMT? And then I'm assuming that internship turned into a like a full time position?
1: Basically, so I literally just applied on their website for the internship. And I didn't think in a million years, I would have gotten it because I didn't really feel like I didn't really have a ton of experience. Like I did I did like YouTube videos for fun, like with my friend and stuff like that. So it was something I was very passionate about, but even in college, I feel like I created maybe like two videos for all four years of college, like as part of school. So it's like, we didn't, you don't really get like hands-on learning for that. Um, and so I was like, no way am I going to actually get it? Like I've never, like, it's not like I've done previous internships really. Like I interned in radio, but that didn't have to do with what I was like applying for. Um, and then I just filled out the application and they called me to interview and I freaked out and I did the interview (laughs) and it went like so well and I was like it went really well, like you know, blah blah blah. And then they called and offered it to me and I freaked out again even more and went to Nashville right after I graduated. So that graduated college or high school? College. Yeah. College. And I I mean I I didn't know anybody in Nashville. I literally was going for the internship. Um, and then after the internship, they they wanted, like my department really wanted to hire me on like full time, but with it being such a big corporation, like they have to have like the budget for it and that and that. And so they did not at the moment, but they were like, if anything comes up, like you're our person. So I wasn't there for like three months, which during that time uh, time span. I actually went to California for a month and I was a production assistant for the bachelor, um, for Nick. It's Al- a small world yeah, for Al season. And then I went back to Nashville and I, they still were like, we're still trying, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like just, we just need a little bit more time. And I was like, "Okay, well, I can't like not have an income. So I literally worked at a frozen <laughs> yogurt shop <laughs> for like a month and a half. And then they called me and said, um, that they had like a job opening and I was like, yes, please. <laughs> So, Good for
0: you. Yeah. I was just telling somebody the other day, like whenever I send like emails to people to like work with them in whatever capacity, I always just like hold my breath really quick and just like send the email. And then I'm like, wait, like why not just ask, you know? Because like you, what's the worst that can happen? Is like, they just say no. It's like, okay, cool. Exactly. I'll just go do what I was doing then. That's
1: my <laughs> mindset with literally everything. Because even The Bachelor, like people are like, how did you get on? How did you do that? And I'm like, I literally DM'd a producer and asked, how they hired PAs, and she was nice enough to, like, give me somebody's contact information. So, like, that's why even when I got your email and, like, which I didn't see your email, but then I saw your Twitter. (laughs) I saw your Twitter, like, what is Tweet. Tweet. Yeah. Like, what is it called? A Twitter message? Twitter
0: (laughs) I don't know. I really don't get Twitter. So,
1: well, luckily, I, like, that's the one social media that I don't really look at. I tweet every Uh blue moon. So I saw I had a notification. So I like yeah. clicked it to just like clear it out. Cause usually it'll be like, Oh, like follower, you know? And I was like, Oh, and then I read your email. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do like, you just, you know, I don't know. I was just like, yeah, you never know. It. So Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah and it's cool because in this day and age I mean there's definitely aspects it's like really hard to get a hold of people like when you deal with people's like assistants or Instagram but I'm like there's always one platform that people aren't using and I usually go to Twitter and I'll just like spam people and because I'm like I know you see this or like LinkedIn and things where I know they're gonna get this random notification and yeah sometimes it doesn't work but like you said I mean you DM'd a producer and who wouldn't I mean like why wouldn't you respond to that because everyone's too afraid to actually do it, exactly. you know?
1: Yeah. So that's my fault. That's as well. awesome. Just always always go for it because the literally like you said the worst that can happen is they don't respond or they say no and you just keep going with your life. Best case scenario, you get to do something cool and exciting.
0: Yeah. Um so with your I mean obviously not right now because of everything going on with the virus but what did your day in and day out schedule look like then like what do you because you said you're not creative which you are because that scrunchy video I mean hello it's the best um but if you're not like the more creative side then what is
1: your job at CNT? I mean I would say I'm a very creative person I more so meant like creating my own photos I cannot do. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I was in the, I've cre- actually worked in the creative department at CM. Oh, okay. So okay. I was like the creative department <laughs> and then within the creative is, um, promos and graphics. Um, so I mean, my day-to-day would pretty much just be like writing scripts and then like, um, like brainstorming ideas for shows that we had and Um, putting together these promos for existing shows or like music awards or whatever, um, whatever's coming up for our channel. Um, so that was kind of like day to day at work and then usually just hang out with friends, hang out with Luke. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. It's like weird yeah. to like remember. I'm like, what did I do before I was locked in my house? <laughs> what what
0: year is yeah. it? I don't know what's happening. I like have none of this written down, but I'm actually so fascinated with your job. So I'm just gonna keep asking okay. you questions about it. <laughs> um, so did you ever feel like? I mean, I think we all get into this place where it's like imposter syndrome, where like you're in this thing and from the outside, people are like, how are you doing this? But when you're in it, you're like, it's not that cool, I just do this. But did you ever feel like, I mean, you're saying you talk about new shows and promos, like that's really cool. So for you, did you ever feel like maybe you weren't qualified enough to do it or did you get nervous or were you always like really confident in your abilities?
1: Um, Definitely when I started the internship, I was very nervous, but that's also like my mentality with everything in life, because I feel like I'm such a people pleaser that I want the person, like, even if I like apply for a new job and stuff, or like, if I, you know, do this, then I'm always nervous. Like, okay, what, like, what if I'm not what they expected? Like, what if, you know, it's like, I know I do feel confident that I can do all these things, but what if. I don't do it as well as they thought I could, or this, like that's just like my biggest fear. So I mean, obviously starting and interning, being right out of college, I was so terrified. Um and then even like, I mean, cause they being an intern, I just did like more kind of like admin stuff where I'd like transcribe interviews or that kind of stuff. And so I remember they were like, We're gonna, you're gonna produce your first like promo. And I was like, Ugh. and I was terrified. <laughs> Um, but then I think once you actually do it, like once I actually did my first promo and I saw it and I was like, okay, this looks like one of the other producers produced like something that they would have been like produced too. So I think that gave me like the confidence. Um, and actually, so I was, so I got promoted to an associate producer and then we had a huge round of layoffs. So CMT is owned by Viacom um and they had a huge round of layoffs and basically all but one producer got laid off and we had like six in our department and so i pretty much like i was since i was freelance because they they got rid of all of staff basically to like restructure and rebuild and so it was kind of like okay we have one producer with you blair <laughs> so it's kind of like you're gonna have to start producing which I felt confident, like, I was like, okay, I know I can do this, but it's also, like, tough when you're just thrown into it. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that that was even too, like, a scary time being like, okay, like, I'm kind of the only option at this point, but I'm going to, like, prove myself, um, which I think I did. And then I, for a year after that, have been, like, fully, like, producing and everything. Um, but I will say as far as, like, how you're saying – Like, from the outside looking in, it's like, whoa, this is so cool. I think, too, like, when I found out I was going to be at CMT, I was like, whoa. And I did have, like, moments like that when I was an intern and we had like, music awards. And I was just, like, standing backstage. And it's just, like, Carrie Underwood, like, Blake Shelton, like, the Backstreet Boys. Like, everyone just, like, walking by you and, like, (laughs) talking right in front of your face. And you're just, like, having to stand there, like, whoa, what is my life? I think definitely at first I kind of had that feeling. But then once you're Mm -hmm. around it, you're like, okay, These are just like normal people and, you know, it kind of, it does like lesson. and you're like, okay, this is just like my career and my job and this is what I want to do and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, Dang,
0: that's so crazy. I think, um, I mean, without fail, like everyone I've talked to or whatever, I mean, the biggest thing is always just taking every single opportunity and never shying away from it because obviously you never know what's at the other end. Um, But I also have heard so much that like when you're at the bottom and you're looking up at the top and you're like how could I ever even get there? Like, that's so crazy. But then once you're at the top, you feel like nothing has changed. Yeah. And so and I mean, obviously, we hear that so much from like celebrities and stuff like you're trying to fill this hole. And then you get there and that hole still isn't filled. Yeah. And you're like, so what do I do to fill that? Yeah. Um. So it's interesting to hear it from your perspective is like, oh, it just becomes your new normal, yeah. which is crazy because
1: it doesn't sound normal to me (laughs) but it is for you you know for sure yeah because even after producing for a full year and like you just said like thinking back to when I was an intern if you told me like you're going to be producing I would have been like whoa that is so cool but then now I'm like okay I'm ready for the next challenge like I want to I like I was even before I getting laid off I was planning to leave at our like during the week before our wedding in June to like try and find something else to do, um, so yeah, it's kind of that is kind of interesting that you always want what's next.
0: Yeah, yeah, you always want more. Yeah. Um, so, are you gonna be able to? Are you going back to them, or are you like done, done?
1: I think I'm done, done. Um, yeah, it was kind of. I mean, because what what's today? I don't even know what month we're. I don't know what month. April twenty eighth. Um, but I mean, June thirteenth is like six weeks away almost I don't think they'll be going back to work probably by then um so yeah I feel like I'm I'm just kind of like I was planning to quit around June but I think this is just kind of like pushed it up a little bit so I'm kind of starting that search now instead which it's kind of hard to job search when like nobody's firing <laughs> but um uh, But I think it helps you to, like, reflect and realize, like, okay, well, now that I have this time, like, what do I want the next step to be? Like, what do I want that to look like? And, you know, I don't want to just, like, jump into a job because it's an income and it's a job. Like, I want to actually enjoy it and it be, like, a next step in my career, which is what I wanted anyways. so.
0: Yeah. Wait, so So. what do you want to do now then? Do you know?
1: <laughs> Are you still uh, reflecting? Yeah, still reflecting. Give me a few more weeks in quarantine. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I just want to do something. Well, a big thing is I want a remote job because like I said, Luke, he's a travel nurse. And so our plan from the start was kind of, we were going to stay in Nashville for a little while and then just kind of travel around the U.S. um, Go to a different city every like three months, that kind of thing. Uh, And if we like somewhere, we'll stay a little longer. But so I think having a remote job is kind of like what I would need to do that so that I can work Mm -hmm. from wherever we decide to go. Yeah, I don't know. Just anything that I can be creative and use my creativity and be happy. Like I care more about like my happiness than like a salary. So... I feel like as long as I'm doing something that I enjoy doing every day then it'd be great. Creating I'm helping like- you figure out your life. Yeah, I don't <laughs> love creating content for myself, but I love like helping others create content. So, my friend Elena Yeah. um she actually wants to create more like video content, so I might start helping her and so we'll see. There's there's is that Elena
0: from Big Brother. Yeah, Elena
1: Davies. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely like little opportunities. So I've kind of considering going that route, just kind of like being fully like freelance, sort of. Um, yeah. So I don't know.
0: You can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so possible, especially in this day and age, like it's possible to do whatever you want. And if you have the mindset, which you do have, which is not chasing the money or like the fame, um, because so many people do chase like that salary or that opportunity to get like a house and a car, which obviously all of those things are amazing, but it isn't, you know, going to fill that hole. It's not going to sustain you. But I you're at a crossroads but I'm really excited to see like where you go with all of this because me too <laughs> god god kind of uh I feel like he just moved your time timeline forward just a little bit <laughs> yeah
1: and even I mean from the beginning of all of this like even like even the day like Luke and I both lost our jobs in Nashville within 24 hours but we both had such an overwhelming like s- like sense of peace that we were like okay we truly feel like God has like orchestrated every, I mean, he has every single part of us meeting and moving to Nashville. Like everything has happened the way it should have happened. And it's been so smooth and so perfect that we're like, why, why would we doubt that he's going to continue to do that? And even like us having to postpone, like we're still going to have a ceremony with just our family on June 13th, but we are postponing like the big, the big shebang to September. And we canceled our honeymoon and that's on hold till we don't know when. And so it's kind of like everything literally has moved and been all this stuff, but we've never, like we both have felt peace about every single thing the whole time. So, um, mm-hmm. which is good. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people that are very like overwhelmed by this time and, you know, uncertain and all that kind of stuff. So I'm thankful that we both do feel okay. And you know we're able to like trust that the lord is gonna provide and he's gonna you know make make a clear path for us so
0: yeah i mean obviously that's an amazing mindset i've been so overwhelmed by like stuff myself this week and feeling like why are there so many no's like why is nothing working out and then it's like when you want to like cry out to God, you don't even know what to say because you feel kind of selfish. Like so many people are going through way worse things than what I'm going through. Um, But I had like this overwhelming sense of God, like teaching me lessons during this time and being like, "You, you need to thank me for these no's. Like seriously, thank me for being in these trials. And I'm like, thank you. Like that doesn't feel great. But then not understanding, like we have no idea why he's doing this. And you know, who knows why the things have worked out the way for you guys, but ultimately it's like for the good of him and for his path for you guys. But it's hard to get, it's definitely hard to get to that mindset yeah. for sure.
1: I mean, even our, like, cause we've been watching our church service, like online obviously. And the message this past Sunday, he was even saying like when quarantine ends and we finally, it's like, okay, we can go see our friends. We can go do this. Like he was like, when you look back, like what are what will you have learned? And like will you leave quarantine and be like, wow, I've never felt so spiritually like filled and like so close with God? Cause like, and he was talking about like going into quarantine. It's like, oh my gosh, like the reason I wasn't reading my Bible every day and praying every day was because I I was so busy. And like, he's like, now go I'm gonna pray 10 hours a day, like kind of joking around. And he's like <laughs> who said that and who has done that? And he's like, probably none of us because we realize it's not the busyness that's like holding us back. And so he's like, really take this time and like focus on those important things. And, and so, I mean, that's what we're trying to do is like do our devotional every day and like all that kind of stuff. Cause it's like, when are we going to have this time where we can do that? Like on a pretty good schedule, you know, cause life does get busy and you kind of, it, it does make it harder to be like on a schedule and all that kind of stuff. So
0: yeah, no, totally. I I always think about how, like you said, once we get out of quarantine, I feel like it'll be like, you know, a few days and people are still going to be excited. And then after a week, it's just going to be like back to life as usual and back to the same old thing. Mm-hmm. And... I, I mean, I'm really grateful for this time. I mean, there's obviously a lot of hard things. But like you said, I mean, there's such an opportunity right now mm-hmm. to do whatever you've wanted to do. Like, I keep telling people, I'm like, you want to paint your house? You've been talking about it for a year. Like, go do yeah. it. You have time right now, you know? I know? Um, But it's also really cool that you have a partner who you guys are on, like, totally the same wavelength, because that would be so challenging if you guys were kind of seeing, you know, wanting to go different directions a little bit.
1: Yeah. I mean, that was like, are you talking like the faith aspect sort of thing? Yeah, faith. And
0: just, um, I think it's really rare to well, a find somebody that yeah, you have the same kind of faith level, (laughs) you know, and then also that you're wanting to like travel and kind of go along with him. Um, But kind of just everything because it can be really challenging to just be like cooped up with somebody, (laughs) even if you love them, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's just so important. Going into a relationship is just making sure that like the most important things to both of you like align and it's like obviously there's going to be certain hobbies that like one of you may like and one may not enjoy as much but it's like i think if what's most important to you like matters nothing to your partner then i don't think it can really work because down the road you're gonna resent them or you know just like constantly be wishing it was different like if i i think if i was like oh no like, if down the road, I was, like, no, like, I don't want to travel at all. Like, I want to settle down in Augusta, Georgia, where my family lives. And we're going to pop out babies, like, all this stuff. Like, Luke would be, like, that is not the life I wanted and envisioned. Like, you know, you kind of have to just be on the same page. And so, luckily, I mean, we both do love to travel. And we're both very, like, spontaneous. We're both Enneagram Seven, so... that definitely helps like we have the same kind of mindset on life of what we want and what's important to us and yeah just
0: oh my gosh two sevens you guys would be so fun to be around
1: (laughs) yeah well it's actually hilarious because there's so many times where we'll like think of an idea and within five minutes it's like oh we've done like we're like we should go visit this place and literally like within five minutes we're looking at flights and we find a flight and we're like, let's book it. And then we book it. And then we're like, did we think that through? And we're like, probably not, <laughs> but you know, it's okay. And so we had this conversation cause we, it was something we're doing this devotional right now and it's like a devotional for engaged couples. So it's like to prepare you for marriage. And one of the questions, I don't remember what exactly it was, but I was talking about that and I was like, maybe we should like work on that. Like, like think through our decisions before we make them so quickly. And then literally like a week later, we got the call that Waffle, our dog, was available again. And we were like, oh my gosh, like we we need him. And we were like driving to get him the very next day. And I was like, remember how we talked about (laughs) thinking through things before we just do them? And I was like, well, we're going to have a puppy in about two hours, like. Oh my
0: gosh, that's so funny. I I don't know a lot of couples that are the same Enneagram. My boyfriend's a seven too. He's not as spontaneous though, so I don't know. Uh, But I'm an eight, and so that makes for an interesting life. My my
1: roommate, um, she was an eight, my previous roommate. And I mean, we got along so well, but yeah. Yeah, seven. I know. Just go with the flow and do whatever, which... So far, everything has worked out perfectly with all of those dish- decisions, but.
0: Um, I guess now that you mention it, if I think it it probably works out really well with like you and your roommate or me and my boyfriend because he's so go with the flow and I'm very like, I want things my way and I'm very regimented with what I want. Yeah. And so if he's like, go with the flow, I can't imagine two eights being Together, like I know somebody who's an eight, and I always tell him, I'm like, if you and I were married, like we would actually murder each other. <laughs> like I don't even know how that works.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like two sevens is like the one enneagram number that together it can kind of work because you're both just like, totally. Let's do it. Great. Yeah, <laughs> just so fun. Like, yeah, I can't imagine out, like like well, you know, next time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Um. Okay, so. I want to know, I, I don't want to touch on it a lot, because I know you talk about it all the time. Okay. But I want to know a little bit of your life after you get on Caitlin's podcast. Okay. And then you're doing this whole thing. And of course, you're taking every opportunity. And you're like, I'm going to go date all these guys, right? <laughs> and then you meet Luke. Uh-huh. I mean, that is like, it's the most unconventional thing. But it's so, especially because you do have a faith. And I think that that can be really, like, kind of scary to, like, go into something. So tell me just your mindset during all of this.
1: Like, during the Blairette, when it was happening?
0: Yeah, or even when you got, like, the, I don't know if she called you or emailed you about being on the show. Any of that, like, your progression from not really any of, like, being kind of on social media to, like, where you are now. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, the day that I... The day that they called me and said I was going to be on her podcast, I I pretty much was just like, oh, my gosh, this will be such a cool opportunity. Like, because I, like I said earlier, I interned in radio and I love, like, I just love that kind of stuff. I actually am not a huge podcast listener, crazy enough. Um, <laughs> and I had never listened to hers before going on it. Um, I just, I had watched her season as well and I thought she was really cool. And so I was like, you know what? I bet she would be fun to just, like, talk to and hang out, you know. So, I was like, okay, I'll do it. And then the Blurrette idea kind of got thrown out there. And I remember telling my friends, I went to dinner with them after we recorded the podcast. And I was, like, y'all, listen to what she, like, said. She was, like, she suggested we do this dating show. I was, like, it probably won't happen. But I was, like, can y'all imagine? Especially because I was, like, the one girl in our friend group that, like, I hated going on dates because I would get so nervous and like my friends, like if a guy would ask me on a date, a lot of times I would just say no. But then if it was like somebody I actually was like, kind of really wanted to go on a date with, I'd be like, "Uh, I'm going to say no. I'm just going to, you know, and they'd be like, Blair, you're going on a date, like give me your phone. They would like force me to go on dates. So it was kind of like you just agreed to potentially go on dates with random guys like at the same time. And I was like, yeah, but it probably won't happen. Um, and then I got the call that they wanted to do it. And I mean, I was, I think I was excited just to kind of like have the opportunity, but I was so nervous just about the dates. Like, I was like, what if they're awkward? What if like, you know, and also like you said, like my faith is really important to me. And so not even knowing anything about these guys, like I was like, they're probably just going to choose like the five hottest guys that apply and they're just going to be like, (laughs) Like, so hot, but just, like, dumb or, like, terrible personalities, like, jerks that just, like, wanted to do this, you know? So I had, like, very low expectations as far as the guys themselves, Um, which definitely surprised me because all literally all five of the guys I went on dates with, their faith was, like, something very important. So I think that they knew that that was important to me, so they made sure to get guys that that was important to them, too. Um, Yeah. And then, gosh, I guess my thoughts, like, throughout the dates. I feel like after every date, my thoughts change. And then Luke was my last date. So I definitely, and I had, like, the highest expectations for him because Caitlin had kind of mentioned that the last guy was her favorite. So I was (laughs) like, okay, I feel like I'm really going to like this guy. And I'd seen a picture of him, too, because I, I somehow, like, got somebody to tell me his name and somebody else told me something else. And so I was able to find him on Instagram. And so I stalked him and I was like, Oh my God, he's so cute. So I was super nervous about our date too. Um, but then I don't know. I just like had this. It's funny. Cause I was telling someone else the other day, this like my final two guys were Jacob and Luke who Jacob is one of our really good guy friends now, like him and Luke, before this they went to the gym three days a week and worked out like he like we hang out oh my all the time so it's really funny that that was like our top two like luke was definitely the risk like jacob knew all of my friends like we had like a shared friend group i hadn't met him before the Blair. but like he had like so i knew he was like a good guy i knew he was nice he lived there like we could have hung out with our friends like it was that was definitely like the easy choice and then luke was the only guy that didn't actually live in nashville So I was kind of like, I don't know, like, he seems like the risk. But like, why do I want to choose him? Like, I can't stop thinking about him. Like, he gives me like such butterflies and like that excitement. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to choose him because that's what my gut is telling me. And then I guess just like after the show ended, yeah, it was definitely weird going from like nobody, not nobody caring about my life, because obviously my friends did, but like having so many people that I didn't know, constantly like messaging me commenting and just like saying how much they loved us and like were obsessed with like following our story and like anytime I'd post anything and we'd go visit it'd be like oh my gosh I'm so happy for y'all and it was just like a weird thing of like wow all these people that don't know me are so happy for me and like I mean I think it was definitely <laughs> I think because it because I didn't like blow up like if you went on The Bachelor and you all of a sudden have like a million, a million followers. followers yeah and like a lot of people are just like mean and they give like they send hateful messages like everyone that followed me genuinely like loved following the blurette and like loved me and loved luke so it was like i was just always getting like the nicest messages so i never really had to kind of go through that and still to this day like i've probably gotten two dms that weren't that nice but it's not like they were like you're ugly go die like it was literally just like <laughs> they didn't agree with something I said. And it's like, well, if that's the worst, then that's pretty great.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, it's definitely, it was definitely weird just kind of getting thrown into it. Um, especially like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I hate using the word influencer, but like, yeah, I, I don't like it either. I, I always say
0: content creator because it makes me feel better. <laughs> well, and
1: you, you are like, you are a content creator. Your content is beautiful. Oh. Um, but yeah, just, I guess the quote unquote influencer world, just being like thrown into that, it felt like overnight and having brands be like, Hey, like we want to work with you. If you post this, like, we'll give you this or like, we'll pay you this. And I was like, really? Like, this is a thing, like, this is a world. And so, I mean, that was kind of weird. And I still don't really know. I mean, I'm still kind of learning about it and I don't really think. I wanted whatever want to do it full time, but it definitely has been a cool learning experience. I mean I I enjoy the industry just not for myself if that makes sense like oh totally Like I would love to work in like influencer marketing, but I don't want to be the one having to like create content because literally Luke all the time yeah. like I'll be like, oh I have to I need a post for this like I need to do this picture like oh I need to put on makeup and do my hair like all this stuff and he's like you always say that and I'm like I know because I feel like it's always the most inconvenient times when I want to <laughs> do nothing and I'm like oh I have to go do this yeah but then I do it and I mean it's fun like it's it is exciting kind of seeing like how you can advertise like a product or something like how you can kind of try to make it yourself but So I'm still learning. No, don't. yeah,
0: no, I get it. It's a, it's definitely a weird, weird world because I, I mean, obviously I'm in it too, but I started off way different and I started off doing maybe more of like, you know, ads or doing things for businesses, which some were really fun. Mm -hmm. And then I kind of, I wanted to transition out of that because I was so passionate about like being creative and stuff. And so I say no to most things. Um, because I'm like, I just don't really want to be a like a billboard. Yeah. I'll do them every once in a while. But you know, but I think it's I mean, you totally I mean, I think there's a difference between being an influencer and like building a brand too. And I mean, I think you totally could build like a brand and then you don't even have to really like market up other businesses. But you're like marketing your own, you know, Yeah.
1: Well, and I think too, like the main reason everyone, most people follow me is because of Luke and I like they love they loved yeah. our story they love following it and all this stuff so it's like that's i feel like what i just like posting the most because i know people want to continue seeing it and like when we travel and especially if we do travel nursing like just being able to like show people where we're going and like that kind of stuff like that i enjoy doing but yeah it's more when i uh, that in a way is my brand is like our relationship
0: yeah <laughs> No, and I and I love it. And it's it's like so pure. And it's like the purest form of like the bachelor. Because like you said, a lot of times when even if they're awesome people, when they get out of it, like you're going from 100 followers to a million. That's like no one can no one should handle that like I don't even know how you handle that yeah. Um, and then it does kind of turn into this whole thing like you're part of the bachelor world and now it's like a super negative thing which I don't think it has to be I mean I think Caitlin has done like a really good job of like branding herself and stuff but yeah
1: it's like it's very
0: daunting that's for sure
1: yeah. agreed
0: <laughs> but yeah I well that whole story is is super cool and I remember listening so I'm like one of those people who listened and I'm like I wonder if she's actually gonna go through with it because I remember when Caitlin was saying all that, I was like, no, they're not gonna do it. And then I was like, I think if there's anything I've learned is that Caitlin will do whatever the frick she wants. And so when you guys went through it and I would just sit here on Instagram on those the IGTV (laughs) and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is touching. And so it's so, it is so crazy. Um, But how long were you guys together before you ended up getting engaged?
1: We got engaged like 10 months after, which I know so many people think is like so fast, but I think one, because we were long distance for the first six months, like all we did was talk. And when we hung out, it was like, you finally were in person. So it was so just like intentional with your time and just like so exciting. And we just FaceTimed for hours and like all that stuff. So it's like, we truly got to know each other so fast and like we were saying earlier it was like everything aligned and I mean I honestly just like think the world of him like he has such a heart of gold he is so funny like everyone if you're like oh you know Luke Fry like they're gonna say like oh my gosh he's the like the happiest guy like he's so fun to be around like he's just like that person um and so it was kind of just like I know I'm gonna marry you like I know I want to spend the rest of my life with you and he felt the same way apparently um and so we were kind of <laughs> like you know what why wait like why you know why put it off when we yeah. know this is what we want and yeah. literally everything just makes sense you know
0: yeah no I love that and trust me it's not too soon I'm in the Christian community yeah. okay like
1: people get married so fast people getting like one of my friends just got engaged after like four months and like that i'm like okay that's kind of fast but like you know whatever
0: <laughs> yeah lisa got engaged after three months and then they were married by really? 10 months i think so hers was like super fast yeah and um and then i've been with my boyfriend for seven years and so it's like such a okay. funny like when we yeah. talk about relationships it's like it couldn't be like, like more salt and opposite and that's so... podcast
1: salt and pepper podcast I said, isn't it What'd the salt say? and pepper Sorry. podcast? Yeah, yeah so it's perfect. Opposites. Yeah, and that's the thing. Is like every yeah. relationship is different. Because I mean, honestly, I feel like there's some people that their first year of dating it's just like all physical. It's like let's hang out, watch a movie. Oh, it, like turns physical. You know all that stuff. But it's like that wasn't our relationship. So, and I'm sure the same for Lisa. Is like we just got to know each other so fast that it was like you just know that that's your person, and you know that. That's who you want to spend forever with. So, yeah, no,
0: totally. Um, and I want to like touch a little bit on just because I really don't think I could talk about this with many other people, but your guys' decision to wait to have sex <laughs> until you're married, um, I think is obviously it's really cool and it, it, hits home for me because we've decided to wait two years you go girl um <laughs> I know I always say everyone should give Arturo really? a round of applause but um <laughs> yeah but I mean obviously it's it is so different because I think temptations they vary between people and that's just something that has we haven't struggled with. Um but for you guys uh was that like I mean I'm assuming it was like a a joint decision. Um but how has that been for you and explaining that to people because it's crazy for some um, people.
1: Yeah it's definitely like some people because I'm I'm such an open book. Like I'll talk about whatever, I'll tell you whatever. Um and I remember posting something one time i think i posted our like our books that we had to read for premarital counseling i don't know something that alluded that we weren't we were waiting to have sex and um like somebody responded and they were like wait you're getting married and you haven't had sex yet and i was just like yeah we are like that's because to some people it really is just like mind-boggling like they they don't understand um but i mean i think to us it was just a decision i think at first it wasn't that it wasn't luke's decision like he but it was more like he he was doing it he was like you know what i respect your decision um because he has had sex in the past like he dated a girl for a long time um and so he it wasn't his personal decision like i'm waiting till marriage you know it was mine but he was like I respect that you know all that stuff and then I think once we started dating though it did turn into like our decision like he's like yeah I agree that that is best for us like I have seen how sex can like hurt relationships and how it can it just like can change things um, and so so it did become our decision and it's kind of weird because like you were saying some people it's just not like super tempting and I think that like, it is tempting in a way where it's like, gosh, I can't wait till we can. And like, I wish we could, but not to a way where it's like, oh, should we? We almost did like, uh, you know, like, we've never gotten to that point, because I yeah. think it is so important to both of us that it's kind of like, okay, no, it's just like off limits, you know, like, it'd be like, uh, oh, totally. that would be a bad example. Hold on. <laughs> I'll just say it because now I, said, <laughs> I was gonna say it'd be like murdering someone yeah. like you wouldn't even consider it because you're like, no, I would i would never do that. So it's like, Having sex yeah. before marriage drafts, so it's like, no, we're, we're just not going to do it. Like, that's not even an option. But it's still, which yeah. this is why that was a bad example, because it's not tempting to murder somebody. But <laughs> <laughs> for
0: some people, it maybe, is. But, like, I mean, it is
1: kind of like, man, I wish we could like, I wish we could just get like, have that level of intimacy. You know, it's like I've never experienced it. So it's probably definitely less tempting for me because I don't even know what it's like to be like, oh, man, I wish I could do that with you and experience that with you. But I mean, I think we both just know that once we're married and we're one, like it's just going to be that much more special and sweet and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, that's
0: I mean, it's amazing. And I think like kudos to Luke, too, because I didn't know that, you know, he has had that, you know, relationships like that in the past. And that can be because like you said, when you don't this is something Arturo and I always said, because we're both virgins. And so we always say, like, if we if you don't know it you don't know the experience you don't aren't as tempted but i know some christian couples that have you know um have had sex and then they've they've decided to not and i'm like that is even more like i have such respect because i totally believe like especially if you have a faith like you can be redeemed from anything like that and so for them i'm like dude that you must have a lot more rules because yeah exactly i definitely think it
1: is easier when you don't even know what you're like what you're missing out on because it's like even even elena my friend she like when we when i was talking to her about that because she found out that we were waiting and she was like what like mind blown and when i told her she asked if luke had had sex and she was like man for him to like know how great it is and to not do it like he really loves you and so it's like yeah i agree i think when you actually do experience it I mean, that'd be like if you've never, like, kissed anyone. You kind of just, like, don't know what you're missing out on. But then once you have, you're like, man, I really want to kiss somebody, you know? Because it's like, you realize, like, oh, it's kind of fun, and it's this, and, you know, so... No, totally.
0: I mean, I think that that's really cool, and it's cool to have somebody else kind of in this industry that understands that. Because um, a lot of times, I mean, I listen to I listen to so many podcasts, like two or three a day usually, and most of the time when it's any type of like relationship thing, they always just say like, "Oh yeah, I mean, what's number one? Oh, for sure, it's like sex." Or I see so many things in groups of girls that have like a bad sexual experience with somebody, and then every other comment is like, "Girl, get rid of him." Da da da, and I'm like. You have you you can learn like you can practice like this isn't a like a one and done situation. And if you're dating somebody just for good sex, that is not a firm foundation to me for your relationship. Even
1: even people I know that you know are like very strong in their faith and they're married. Like they're like sex is such a small part of marriage. Which I mean, even in a relationship, it's like. How often do we make out versus when we're hanging out? Like it's so slim, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's like, I would much rather have somebody who loves me so well and is constantly encouraging me and making me laugh and all those things. Like that's what's gonna last in a marriage. And yeah, like that, I'm kind of the same way. Like people are like, well, what if it's bad? And I'm like, then we'll keep doing it until it's good. Like, also, I'm, like, I feel like you can tell, like, yeah, I can already tell me and Luke have great chemistry. Like, it's not, like, you can't tell from just, like, kissing and stuff. So,
0: yeah. Well, I think it's, I think it's really awesome and I'm really happy. I'm really happy that you found him. I I'm just, great. I'm a fan of your little love story. I'm very so. happy found him as well. <laughs> um, Yeah. And, and I'm excited for your wedding. I know you guys had to postpone it, but. It will be that much better I think it'll, in September. It'll, yeah. And it'll be fall and I hate hot weather. So I can just picture like beautiful fall well, photos for it's you guys.
1: September. <laughs> Maybe say, not fall it's yet. It's September 6th. <laughs> so it's probably still- very uh, never hot mind. in Nashville, but it would be I mean, it'll probably be the same as if it was June, June versus September. It's probably, they're both really hot, but, um, okay, but that's okay. Mind. It's going to, I'm still really excited. Um, yeah. and luckily since we're not changing like entire seasons, cause I don't think it's technically even fall until I don't, like yeah, October I don't remember, but so we're like keeping the same color scheme, keeping the same, this, this, that like literally nothing is changing. We're just like Good. picking it up and moving it to a new date. So it could have been, worse. yeah, um, okay, well, um,
0: I always I like to ask my guests what their silver lining is, so, um, of your life, of your career, of everything going on right now, do you have something good that came from something um, bad?
1: I would say, honestly, I mean, I feel like just everything with coronavirus is just so current that that's like all everyone's thinking of, but, I mean, I think us both losing our jobs within twenty four hours and not having an income definitely was like, okay, this kind of sucks. But I think we've both been trying, well, one, we got waffle two days later. So <laughs> that was definitely a silver lining because we have all this time. But I think we, we two were just like talking like, okay, when in life are we both gonna be unemployed again to where we literally can hang out all day and just like spend time together, enjoy time together cook dinner make lunch like you know just do whatever we want like we have zero responsibility right now besides our new little boy waffle so it's like I mean (laughs) that's kind of our silver lining is like we're just like let's just enjoy spending time together because life's gonna go back to being crazy we're both gonna be working and we're gonna miss these days when we just got to hang out all day every day and enjoy being outside and all that kind of stuff so
0: no I I love that I I definitely agree I was like I don't think I've spent as much time with Arturo like in seven years that I have in the past like two months so yeah it's crazy well thank you so much for being on the show thanks for saying yes to my random tweet um and I'm excited to see yeah I'm excited to see what you do and everything that you end up doing and I think it's going to be great so All right, Shakers, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Um, I can't wait for you guys to um, hear all of the guests that I have coming up. And also, um, if we can all give a collective, we miss you, Lisa, um, into the atmosphere and know that she will be coming back very soon. Um, We both hope that you guys are staying healthy and safe um, and just know that all of this is going to be over soon and we are here for you. If you ever have any ideas, for who you want to be on the show or what topics you want to talk about please DM us or email us at any time. We are super open and we would love to get to know all of you better. Um, Join our Facebook group, the Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. Um, There we just talk more in depth and get to know you guys a little bit better. Um, You can follow us personally at Olivia Curran and at Lisa Brasser-Ursu. You can click some links down below to make it a little bit easier for you guys. And I think that's it. So we will see you next Tuesday thanks for listening tune in every tuesday on the salt and pepper podcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts be sure to subscribe and please rate and review follow us on instagram at the salt and pepper podcast make sure to like and follow our facebook page and email us for any questions comments or ideas about what you want to hear on the show we will see you next tuesday
1: I'm all shook up.